right, Patrick, we're back and kind of like a sad start this week. I mean, it's, it was, it's kind of ironic last week, right? We, we have Joe DiCipio back. We literally talk for an extended period of time about gun violence and the gun laws in this country. And then did Uvalde happen that Wednesday morning? That day. That, that day. It happened Tuesday. Okay. Well, uh, wow. I thought it happened Tuesday. Yeah, I think it was a week ago yesterday. Yeah. So a week ago yesterday, so 19 children killed two adults at um, Robb Elementary School. Everybody knows. I mean, everyone, of course, so outraged. Um, we haven't had, well, we've had many mass shootings, but mm-hmm. no children targeted like this since Sandy Hook. Right? I mean, well, you had Parkland as well. So Yeah, so there's there's been there's several, been, obviously. Yeah. So, I, I mean, where to start? There's a lot of angles so many a lot of this has you know obviously you know it's a week later a lot of it has been uh discussed covered but you and i haven't really had a chance to so i guess we start from the beginning you know you know last tuesday horrific tragedy um um uh 18 year old uh chose uh, that day to shoot his grandmother in in their home drove to um and again it's still unclear whether he was driving to that school or the high school but crashed his car in kind of a ditch near uh rob elementary school and then and again these are still a lot of conflicting reports and that's part of what we're going to discuss a week later we still don't have a complete clear picture um shot some rounds from an AR-15 outside the school was able to make uh, gain access into the school. Went into uh, appears to be one classroom, and uh, unfortunately did uh, something that's unspeakable. Uh, chose to kill 19 students, and we're talking about fourth graders. Yeah, so nine-year-old, kids, yeah, nine, ten-ish. Uh, and then obviously the teacher, and I believe it was a teacher's aide, correct? Or two yes. teachers? Yes. And so uh, many, I mean, so, just to like interrupt you for one minute, it's like, yeah, no. isn't it? I think what's so shocking, right, is all the different breaches of, I mean, so many things coming out. And to your point, like we don't have the full clear report, but I mean. Well, and, and not only do we not have a full clear report, I, you know, my opinion is the Department of Public, the, the, it's called the Texas Department of Public Safety, DPS, which is an utter dereliction of responsibility right out of the gate in terms of providing misinformation. The governor of Texas, Governor Abbott, you know, praising the officers, um, saying it could have been, quote, much worse. Uh, And this is like day one, right? Governor Abbott wanted to be front and center as did the mayor of Uvalde, as did the head of the uh, Texas Department of Public Safety and so forth. Well, you know, they they also claimed that there was a um, security officer, SRO, uh, armed person at the school who engaged, quote, these are quotes from like various sources or I mean, talking about, you know, people not not journalistic sources, but the people giving us the information via press conferences that the SRO officer engaged the suspect. He was still able to gain access. 
And, you know, they were using quotes like we had him pinned down uh, uh, and so forth into okay, one but, classroom. Wait, and we know none of this is true? Yeah, correct. So, okay, yeah, so, 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 so this so, is like, so okay. As, you know, as things unraveled, and, you know, Sarah, this, I've tweeted extensively about this. This is points to great journalism. This is why journalism, reporters, this is why it's so important to have you know, people who want to seek the truth. Yeah. And as they kept digging and kept digging, the stories changed. They, you know, we learn more. And listen, you, you are always going to learn more from the first day to the fourth day, right? There's a lot going on. You obviously have an unspeakable tragedy that took place. But to, 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 the way they provided this information as it was fact rather than, you know, see what was really going on. So the SRO officer, as it turns out, was not on property. Who knows where? Okay. Running an errand, who knows what. Then they said that a teacher left the door propped. Now that turns out not to be true. Then they said that the officers engaged with the suspect. Well, the, the big, you know, tragedy, secondary tragedy of all this is how the Uvalde Police Department didn't engage. They didn't breach. They waited but over 45, an hour, yeah, over an hour, almost yeah. an hour in the hallway. And now we know that there were students, in particular one little girl who is still alive, thank God, who was calling 911 and saying there's people, kids alive in this room, and they still didn't breach. They, they 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 said it had transitioned to a hostage situation. What? I mean, every law enforcement agency around the country ad nauseum has been trained since Columbine. You take out. Yeah, the it, you go in like you go <clears throat> in, you right? You go have in. to go in. Yeah. Listen, I hate to say it. I you know I have family, m- many family members in law enforcement. I don't want to use the word cowards. Because again, I'm not there. I'm not a police officer. I think that I've, I've seen a lot of people use the word. They were cowards. They were this, that. But clearly, they were afraid. They were afraid to breach that room, knowing that this shooter had a high-capacity weapon. They probably did not have high-capacity weapons on them. They probably certainly weren't armed with you know headgear and everything. And totally understand that. But that's the job. I know. It's you have kids so in a awful. classroom. That's the job. And again, I'm sitting here in a nice office, you know, on the sixth floor, you know. Yeah, but you're a GM. But that's not my, but that's not yeah, my job. Right. Exactly. Right. I would hope, and I, I truly believe in my heart, that if that was my job, I would have won it. Right? You have to make peace with what you chose. And the fact that they sat in a hallway for an hour. Uh, I mean, look, and maybe, and maybe no more kids got shot during that hour, but that's not the point. A, they didn't know that you had, you, you also had kids who probably, maybe not probably, maybe would have been alive if they breached because they could have got them to the hospital medical attention sooner. So you had that whole entire controversy. You had um, just, a lot of misinformation. And again, I don't mean misinformation in the sense 
conflicting reports. Oh, it's all chaotic. We get it. But three, four days later, still giving us bad info. Um, anyway, so you had that entire thing. Then that leads to what are we doing here? You know, with all these mass shootings, the U.S. is completely an outlier on this. And listen, you're talking to someone who has guns in in in, in the home. Um, but I'm also, as, as you know, from, from this podcast, I'm for, for reasonable gun. I don't use, I don't like the word gun control because I think again, and I hate to say it's about messaging, but it is about messaging. When you're trying to get Republicans to come and meet you a little bit of the way and maybe get some legislation passed for the first time in a very long time, when it's about getting, you know, other influencers to support legislation. I think, you know, it's like when they came out with defund the police, just terrible messaging, right? Gun control is bad. It Gun reform, common sense gun, legis- whatever, you know, softening of words you want to use. And it is important. It, it matters. So um, I do think from what I'm listening to, in particular, so um, Mitch McConnell put Senator Cornyn uh, in in charge of having some negotiations, and Chris Murphy, who is the senator from Connecticut, obviously where Sandy Hook took place, sounds somewhat encouraging. I guess that they oh, may end up oh with God. something. And again, it's never going to go far enough. It's also a little. It's very complicated. And In what way? Discussion. Okay. Because <sighs> it doesn't seem complicated. It seems like, you know, easy things. You can't buy a gun until you're 21. That still allows. No, 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 no. I'll give you my, okay. if I could wave a wand, what my legislation would be in a second. What I meant was it's, there's a lot of different variables here. Okay. You have, you have mass shootings. And, and by the way, I think. You know, when you see on the news, there's been 17 mass shootings in the last week. Well, I think, again, messaging is important. I think that's going to numb people to the, there's a big difference between what happened in Ovalde and unfortunately what happens in Philadelphia, Chicago or New York or D.C. on a weekend, right, where 12 people in Philadelphia were shot and killed this past weekend. Yes, it's mass in terms of numbers, but it's different, right? And I think that the pro and the the way to solve those are very different, right? You got to get illegal guns off the street. You have to prosecute people, minimum sentencing, five years, 10 years, whatever it is. You use an illegal gun in a crime, 10 years. You you get caught with an illegal weapon, I'm with you. five I- years. Gone, bye, see you later. No negotiation. I agree That's with that. That's the minimum. Second offense, 10 years, tw- whatever it is. Sorry, bye-bye. we got to get the illegal guns off the street. People in these cities, are, un- are, are they're not safe. They're getting killed. They're getting carjacked. It, the random violence is out of control. To the mass shootings like that took place in, in, in schools and, and, and Las Vegas and, 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 and you know, Orlando at the Pulse nightclub, <clears throat> here's what I would do. 21 minimum on anything high capacity. 
Okay. Sorry. Yes, there's a constitutional right to bear arms, but it's not. There's no way that waiting to 21 years old to purchase one of these high capacity uh, weapons, um, I, I believe, is is an intrusion on your constitutional rights. I also think if you don't want to go that far, because some of these weapons that you consider high capacity are used in hunting, you know, for, for like boar and some other large animals. You have to be you have to have a 25 year old, an adult over 25 signed for you, co-signed for you, and they're they're responsible. Right. So if you do something, they go to jail as well. OK, so there's a way to get there if if you if either make a 21 and also and or you have to have a 25 year old sign for you. I think then there has to be a 30 day waiting period minimum. OK, there's no reason you need a weapon of that magnitude that fast. Right. So 30 day minimum waiting period. OK, I think you do need some red flag laws. The problem with red, red flag laws and all the background checks and everything, they're only as good as how intense they are and the scrutiny and the, and, and the system that's set up and the process that's set up to truly enforce a red flag. So clearly there were red flags with this 18 year old, right? Oh my I'm God. Not gonna, I'm not even going to use his name. Numerous. You know, he'd, he'd threatened a couple of years ago that he was going to do a mass shooting. His social media posts were clearly concerning. Oh, he was a complete whack job. I mean, just a complete mentally but, ill. But you but know did what? Anyone, and someone did report him, right? Didn't somebody report him a couple well, of years ago? that's what I'm saying. Ago? It's like these laws, if you're going to put them on the books or you have them already on the books in many states. I was it's like the New York, uh, the Buffalo shooter. Right. New York has red flag laws and serious background checks. New York State. He passed both or I shouldn't say he passed the background check and he didn't um, or, you know, whatever. Pennsylvania, I think he was from. I'm not sure exactly where what state he actually went through the background check in. You have to enforce them. You have to have the system set up. So, you know what? You have to put the money behind. Real background checks. You know, people who can spot the red flags and, you know, whatever there. Um, so I think it needs a multi. Yeah. And then, yes, there's mental health issues that have to be addressed and all that. But to listen, these Republicans that are running around trying to just blame are more more security at schools. It doesn't work. Yeah. On entrance. OK, that you could do more security at schools. You could limit entrance to one door where the security is at you should do some of those things but to act as if you know we're not the outlier here other europe has mental illness yeah they don't have mass shootings like this they just don't yeah it's completely disingenuous to think we there's not something wrong with our system here in the united states totally so i mean so, so i saw yeah. that sorry last thing sorry it's important. Of kids shot under four and then four to, I believe it's 16. The United States represents 92% of them in the world. 
Think about that. In the world, we're 92% of kids being shot. There's something wrong. Oh, totally. I'm just, totally. I'm just sorry. There's something wrong. But then you have, you know, President Biden running around using the words where the Second Amendment's not absolute. And he's talking about nine millimeter handguns that they should be taken away. And honestly, he's hurting his own cause. Like, just stay out of it. Let Chris Murphy and the other Dems and Republicans, because the more he comes out with that stuff, the more people think they are coming for the guns. Like Beto O'Rourke said yesterday, let's just confiscate all the all these high capacity weapons. Well, that's and well, I you hate know to that's say it, not going to happen. Yeah, you know, but, but he should shut up because you know what? It's those it's those statements that make people retreat. And like there there are really hunters out there. There's people who use some of these weapons through. And again, you got to define high capacity, right? What is that? You know, there's there are rifles. You need multiple shots that can you know, depending on what you're hunting. So anyway, uh, to me, there's a way to get this done, but it's absolutely disingenuous. People like Ted Cruz and and some others. Ted Cruz, like, I never shot something in his life. Like, you know, like he's just, such a coward. I cannot believe he keeps getting elected in Texas. It's just like, I, I just don't understand. I mean, you know, the whole hurricane thing. And then he was in Cancun and uh, yeah, it's but just it, the sad. argument is disingenuous, which are the argument just, of just, just blaming everything else. But the way the United States oh, gun laws work. Totally. It's just totally. disingenuous. It, it's, it, it just completely is. And by the way, I've always said this on this podcast, multiple things can be true. To, to say, oh, we're not paying attention to Chicago or Philadelphia, but we, but, but all these Democrats speak up when it's, you know, obviously, you know, a, a tragedy like uh, we, we saw last week. Well, they should speak up on both, right? And so should the Republicans. Like, but like I, I think people don't. Do you feel like like politicians across the aisle? I mean, I, I do feel like people are recognizing, especially over the past couple of years. I mean, we do have a gun issue in this country, right? I mean, don't do you think Democrats are recognizing crime? Well, I think Democrats have recognized it. I think, you know. Listen, most of these inner cities where you're having this crazy gun violence and and violent crime is run by Democrats. So I think they're hesitant to speak out against it. Um, Well, that's that's crazy. That's just as cowardly because, yeah, we see it again now in D.C. You got prosecutors who don't want to prosecute. It's crazy. I I can't believe I know there's a lot here. We're not going to fix this in a 45 minute podcast. But if someone like me, I think. I think there's a lot of people like me who, who believe, yes, I should be able to go buy a gun in Maryland. I have to wait 30 days, which I had to, I had to go through an extensive background check, uh, twice, uh, I believe two times, by the way, once when I bought it. And then after the 30 days, they do another one before I actually pick it up. Um, you know, I can't, I can't transport it. I can't carry it unless my job required it in Maryland, which I'm not 100% sure I agree with that fully, but we could debate that at, at, at a later date. So there's a way to do this. And, and, and you know, 
make it. Now, I think what Canada, Justin Trudeau, announced yesterday, basically he's going to stop the selling of all guns, confiscate the, have a buyback. Again, I think overboard. But you know what? Canada is... They might be okay with that. You know, they might be okay. Like, because, you know, you brought it up. They're going to be okay with it. I just think they're they're structured differently and he's going to get it passed. And we'll see where it goes. Don't you feel like it is that Second Amendment? I mean, you know, Canada doesn't have that. Australia doesn't have that Second Amendment, you know? So, New Zealand and others, right. 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 So it's like that's the problem for us is, you know, how do you address that? Even though, of course, you know. You know, listen. I think the Republicans historically, especially the more unreasonable ones, they just they they, they rely on the fact that Americans move on. They just oh, move on. I know, I know. Well, you know what? and and we'll see. You know, we'll we'll, we'll see. I hope. I and know, I, and I don't want to. I, because I, I think I I think we've both made a lot of good points up to this point. <laughs> I think the Democrats, I think President Biden has had a terrible two weeks. Okay. I, th- I thought his speech was just a meandering word, jumble, garbage, whatever you want to call it, on Uvalde. But the, that night he did a primetime thing. I, I just... There's no there's no cohesive message. So yesterday on a different on different issues, you know, President Biden came out and said that he's basically concerned that his staff undermines him because he makes clear and succinct comments like he did in Europe about, um, you know, what Taiwan and what we would do and, and some other things. And then they, they come out and contradict. Him. No, they're coming out and correcting you. They're trying to save you. Right? <laughs> then he talked about his sinking popularity. He's down to like 39% in some polls. Right. Then he had Yellen, you know, the, you know, come out today and said she made a mistake on inflation. She missed, she missed, didn't see it. Didn't see it coming. Okay. So you think it's like a total mess and you think, you oh, think. Listen, Obama couldn't get it done off Sandy Hook. So for oh. me to say that a strong leader would be able to get something done now. Yeah. Listen, who knows? That was so sad. He was so close. I really hope. But we do need, I believe we need someone right now. He's supposed to be the unifier. He's supposed that, yeah, he was supposed to be the moderate in the room who could get things done and cross the aisle and. And unfortunately, we've seen none of it, none of it. And again, I'm not blaming him for anything with this. I'm just saying you wanted a stronger voice, I think, out of the gate on this. Because, you know, and again, unless we're just being completely fooled, which may be the case by the Republicans, it seems like, you know, I listened to Chris Murphy on this, who, who, again, Senator from Connecticut, who I think, I don't agree, agree with all his politics, but I think on this, he's very rational. He's not calling people names. He's trying to just get something done. And I think that's the approach here. Get something moving. Yeah. But I I do think, I mean, you know, you have Lindsey Graham. I mean, I do think you are seeing some Republicans and maybe even if President Biden can't be that unifier. It seems like across the aisle. You you need 60. You need 60. So we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I really hope. I mean, listen, come on. They raise the age. Or at least maybe make a where you have to co-sign. If they do universal background, a red flag law, 
you know, at least do something. Yeah. And by the way, I, I even tweeted this. Why does it have to go from 18 to 21? Maybe compromise at 19, maybe compromise at 20. Well, they do. I mean, most of these mass shooters, Parkland, all of them are under the age of 21. I mean, they're and and a lot of people argue it's a mental development. Like we know what I'm saying is take it out of high school. Right. Like just like the drinking age. The reason that I believe the drinking age went to 21 is to get it out of high school. Right. Now, do I think the drinking age should be 21? No, I think it should probably be 19 or 20. I think this like why does it have to automatically jump three years? You know, maybe, maybe it's 19 years old. Well, or it's a brain maturity. Isn't that it? Isn't the reason because, you know, psychologists and doctors say like your brain isn't fully developed until the age of 21. So the idea is hopefully you'll make smarter decisions. Oh, no, I, I'm saying I think it should be 21. But what I'm saying is maybe the compromise is 19. Like maybe it's tw- every little step helps, I think, though. Right. Just like, I think you have to move it forward, keep doing it. And then, um Uh, We'll say so. Yeah. um, Oh, please. I mean, I think we're all just so upset and frustrated. And I think Democrats, Republicans, I mean. But at the same time, then, you know what? You need an SRO officer. Be at the school. Cops, when they arrive, bust in the door. Like, it all has to work, right? It all has to work. People see social media posts. Say something. I just, it's like, you know. No, I mean, and and that's been the i guess really awful part is right to your point police have been trained now since columbine schools run active shooter but when these cases happen there's so many epic fails you know we know parkland there was a armed well, resource this one officer. really hurt them because you know the, the only oh, public was... good guys with guns say well they didn't this time and you know what it, it also shut down the narrative unfortunately for for the school fortunately for hopefully some legislation, it actually it shut down the narrative of the Ted Cruz of the world. We need more security at schools. We need, you know what? You had f- how many cops in a hallway for did an, nothing, over an hour. did nothing. The SRO officer was off grabbing who knows what. And like, even the door that, you know, there's some conflicting reports, but now, you know, that the the, uh, the teacher actually had closed the door um, and thought that it was something. locked and it never yeah. locked. It was supposed to be. I mean, it was just like everything, you know. Yeah, I, I, I mean, really say, hope oh, teachers have guns. That's just so the stupid. I most know. absurd thing I've ever heard. Yeah. It's just idiotic. All right. Well, anyway. Okay. Let's shift gears. Um, DOJ wants to reverse yeah. the decision for masks. They want yeah. masks back in airports and on public transportation. Do you think this has a chance? I say, I don't think uh, we're going back on that. I don't think we're going back. I think it has a chance. The question is, so I didn't listen to their, their, um, their, their, their uh, pitch or their, they their filed, case. Basically, they filed an appeal. They well, were- the question is, are they really just suing to then win the right back for the CDC? So if and when the CDC deems it necessary, they have the authority to institute a mask mandate on, on, mask mandate on public transportation. If that's the case, okay. If they're actually thinking about putting masks back in, it's insanity. So the New York Times, who, by the way, I believe is culpable or was culpable in school closings for 18 months, mandates of masking, all that stuff. Now, you know, it's coming around based on studies coming out 
So New York Times posted yesterday a, a very detailed study uh, on mass mandates and basically said they had little or zero impact on preventing the transmission. Crazy. Now, it was interesting, though, it said masking works. Okay, wait, Mandates oh. do not. So that, it, my interpretation of that and, and then reading the article means if you want to wear a mask, an N95 or KN, whatever, that's great. You wear a mask, you'll help protect yourself a little bit. Or if you are sick, you'll help maybe protect. But the, 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 the concept and the policy of mandates, especially the way the United States and many j- districts implemented them, where you could take it off to eat and do all this other stuff, just completely useless, completely, utterly useless. That's why aren't they they're going to have such a hard time, I feel like, of getting a, a successful appeal on this, because once you get down to the science, it I don't know. Although, to your point, I guess masks do work. It's just the taking off. on. I don't know. You Maybe. can wear one if you want. I don't understand. Uh, yeah, I don't either. And I said this before. There's people. I see them on social media and stuff. they don't want to give up. They just don't, they, they want to control everyone else. We call them COVIDians, right? Yeah. Well, you see it in every, you see it in every city. I'm sure you see it in D.C. You see it here. I mean, you see young people out outdoors with a full and mask by the way, on the, in the, the New car. York City health commissioners, that guy, whew, they have a lot of issues up there. I don't care how smart academically or medically this guy is. The fact that, yeah, again, we said two to four year olds still masked, says some outlandish things. And just so, so what we've learned through this thing, just because you're a doctor and you went to school doesn't mean you're on the right side of this. Right. right? And wow. And, I, and I what, what do you what specifically did he do something in the past week? I mean, it is very bizarre. They're keeping these kids masked. Um, they're using the whole, well, they can't be vaccinated uh, excuse. But yet. Oh, like another study came out and said that <clears throat> we failed the elderly because we didn't. And this, I'm not saying because I said it because listen, I was I was personally affected by this right out of the gate. Right. And I said. Our one one size fits all approach was just bad policy. We lost. We failed the elderly like it should have been the elderly should have been the ones who were told, don't go out, lock yourself down, stay home until vaccinations. Don't go to a restaurant. But the restaurants could have stayed open, right? It was just there could have been nuanced policy, and yet it was one size fit all. Mm-hmm. And now, every day, Sarah, a terrible study comes out about how learning loss, mental illness for kids, socialization losses, speech, you know, yeah, we're seeing losses, it. enunciation issues, uh, terrible test scores coming out, lost children. They just no longer enrolled. Where'd they go? Yeah, I mean, no, well, I'm That's I'm what with happens you. when you shut schools down for 18 months. Unlike Europe, who had them back open in four months. Unlike many red states that were crucified in this country, vilified in this country. And now for, it's always funny, right? You never hear any criticism no. about them anymore. It's like, no, not a word, no. not a word. Now it's like, oh, oh. DeSantis was a pariah because he reopened schools in September of 20. A pariah. He's going to kill children. 
Well, now you don't hear a peep. He did it. <laughs> They're fine. Now they, you don't hear a word. I know so, it is. I mean, listen. I know we keep talking about masks, but well, you it's, but it's you still insanity. have people. You have people who don't want hey, to listen, let it go. We have the mayoral debate tonight, right? We have the Fox Five is co-hosting the mayoral debate with Georgetown, the Georgetown Institute of Politics, right? It's at historic Gaston Hall tonight at seven o'clock. I'm going to have to wear a mask inside of Georgetown because Georgetown, like many universities, still have an indoor masking policy. Why? Well, that's absurd. Don't you, that's so typical of universities, though. It you know is, what I mean? That's so them. They, they have, they have a medical spaces. school there. Maybe talk to one of your medical professionals. They don't care. It's, UCLA, it's about- John Hopkins. What, what are we doing? You want to wear a mask? Wear a mask. You don't. You don't. College Who are you is college. Is, they t- try to be this utopian, you know, place for it's four years. They always do stuff like that. They always do Ugh. stuff like. That. I mean, anyway. then you you leave college and you come out to the real world. You know, it's like okay. they leave the indoor hall. They take their masks off. They go party. They're having this. Of they're course, doing that. they're drinking. They're you know what. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, that's Come yeah, on. absolutely. Um, what about sports? What's you know, NBA finals are happening. Um, and I think you had a sports story too. I guess yeah. So without getting too in the weeds, a very interesting sports story is developing or had developed, and now. So I think we talked about it months ago. Phil Mickelson, so Greg Norman, former, you know. Uh, you know, Hall of Fame golfer okay. from Australia um, has has co- is co-owner or president, whatever you want to call it. I'm not sure what his title is, of a new tour. So you have the PGA Tour, you have the European Tour, okay. the European PGA Tour, <clears throat> excuse me. And um, it's a Saudi-based tour called LIV, Roman numerals for 54. Okay. 54 holes. Most tournaments... You know, PGA tournaments are there, 72 holes over four days. This is 54. Uh, Phil Mickelson was going to join it and came out and said, made some stupid comments about how Saudi Arabia, you know, they killed Khashoggi. They're, I, f- I forget the actual quote, but basically kind of said, yeah, they're bad MFers, but I don't care. It's about the money or something to that effect. Oh, he did? Yeah. So he got crucified for that. Yeah, and, and right, that's so and rightly stupid. So. However, the tour itself, you know, it's interesting. You have, so so fast forward, Dustin Johnson, you know, former number one, two-time uh, major champion, obviously extremely popular golfer, uh, came out in February and said he's committed to the PGA. Well, yesterday announced he's going to be playing in the first live uh, whatever liv tournament um this weekend in london there's 48 golfers <clears throat> the pride the purse is over 20 something million uh okay well now we know why yeah i keep going so the money is like yeah, luring so, so, all these guys so now the you know the pj has come out and said in the past that if you choose this tour because they're contractually obligated to play at least 15 tournaments under the pj and you can't play in another sanctioned tour you could play in some of these you know off european tournaments and some other things and you have to get permission well so dj dustin johnson may now no longer be on the pga he's chosen to go for the money but the criticism of it 
it's I'm trying to dissect it. So, okay, yeah, yeah. What's your okay? So the NBA does business with China, right? Yeah. The United States considers the Saudis an ally, right? The Saudis own multiple Premier League teams and other soccer interests and okay. other sports interests, right? If Dustin Johnson at this point in his career, he's made $75 million on tour, probably another $100 million in endorsements and everything else. If he wants, you know, he's at the last 25% of his you know, career. If he wants to go and make money, so be it, right? If, if like, I, to me, the, the criticism of Mick Mickelson, what he said and how he said it was justified. But I'm not sure the, the the outrage because, you know, these guys are going to go and play 54 holes in London and potentially, you know, win $10 million in a weekend. Is that, is that wrong? I don't know. I don't like these, these are, these guys are self-employed, right? Self-employed. I mean, I get they're your, not, I get your point. They're it's, not it's part hard, of a but... big multi billion dollar NFL corporation or whatever, right? They don't have guaranteed contracts. They don't, they make their own money, right? They pay for their travel. They, they don't win. They don't make money on the PGA tour. And that's been the complaint that the tour, you know, there should be some guaranteed, you know, what regardless of how, how you perform necessarily. Anyway, Don't you feel like of- it's what you personally can sleep at night with? Right. I yeah. mean, you know, we all know, Without almost Listen, a doubt, they own new. They own eighty. So the Saudis own eighty percent of Newcastle, the the Premier League team. You don't think people play for Newcastle? Like so, so it's hard. <sighs> I mean, you make a decision. You, it's what you can live with, and you know, you know that guys and women are going to play for these teams. You know, because they have so much money, and it's the same with China, right? I mean, we all buy iPhones. We know that they're made by child labor at some point. You know, but it's like, are you going to? You know, it's it's what you're willing to do. But I mean, I think all of them deserve criticism. I mean, it's a pure no money one's... grab. There's no doubt about it. But OK. Yeah, well, I mean, but so what what upsets you about the story that people are willing to criticize? I mean, they should get shit. It, they can also go ahead and play. I mean, I think it's their choice. Like and I'm not I mean, look, I mean, if I could make 10 million dollars on a weekend, oh. I might go out. Fuck it. I don't care what Saudi Arabia is doing. We know that they're horrible people, you know, run by a dictatorship. I, maybe I would forego it, too. But I mean, they shouldn't be without criticism. I mean, oh, no, no, I'm not. not. I think ESPN, I they all and have said, the right to trash. I them. said the, what 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 Phil Mickelson said was terrible. Yeah, like, that's awful. Just a, just a bad take, bad quote, bad yeah perspective right my no what i'm saying is if if it's, if it's a saudi co-owned league golf tour that the players who are playing for that to me i don't think that's like you know they're lo- you know some of them are losing endorsements i'm like what newcastle has tons of endorsements they own like the united states does business like they're an ally of ours yeah, they have. I don't. Know, I just. It's just. It's interesting. It's interesting to see where this will go if it if it survives. They don't have a TV uh, contract yet. Mm. I mean, if if they can't get a TV contract and they can't get top, it's going to die a quick. You know what? Yeah, it's going to be. You know, <clears throat> and then you know, does the PJ take the Dustin Johnsons back, or are they 
persona non grata for, forever. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. It's a, it's a very that is an interesting. interesting. Yeah. yeah, they're taking a big uh, gamble. NBA championship, Celtics, Warriors. Okay, who wins? Uh, who do you- I like the Warriors in six. I'm rooting for the Celtics. Okay. Um, hockey. You got uh, the final four teams, Colorado Avalanche, Edmonton, and the Western Conference. Tampa Bay Lightning, two-time defending Stanley Cup champs against the New York Rangers. Okay. And, and the other... Um, that's I, okay. Last question. Maybe we'll have a verdict. John, does Johnny Depp win his defamation? Um, no. You don't think he wins? I don't think he wins. You think I think she it's wins. very hard to prove defamation. I do think there's enough. Oh. All right. I think there's enough out there that could he have abused her? Maybe. Yeah. I, I you know, well, he's he, all, yeah. she, listen, I, I, Proving defamation is very difficult. Okay, that's true. Did, that's she, true. did she defame him? Maybe. Uh, I think it's, my guess is they come back, either either no verdict, split, or, um, but if, if he's telling the truth, she did ruin his, the tail end of his, you know, not tail end of his career, he's not an old man, but, the last four or five years clearly cost him a shitload of money. So, you know, yeah, but, but we'll see. Going to be um, interesting to see. Yeah. Um, okay, Patrick, where do people follow you? <sighs> Patrick GM Fox Five DC. All right, we'll see you next All right, week. Sarah, see okay, two oh one, two oh one, two hundred and one today, two oh one. All right, bye, bye.